0: From the to the couch, podcasting your
1: house. Alex the Greek was born up north, but now he live in the south. Jay Jax was a running back. He won the bowl game with Tulane. Now they worldwide giving you game. Hall of Fame to the wall of shame. They gon' talk about fumbles. From the owners to the athletes, they gon' call your numbers. Game time, you gon' lace them up or sit them down. Who on the roster for today? Who nursing injuries at the house? From the cleats to the couch. <laughs> We back, yes, sir. We back in the building, man. Uh, feels good to be back. Um, ready to do some special things. Uh, got some new stuff going on, things in the works. So happy to be back. Welcome back to Cleese to the Couch. I'm Jay Jackson, along with Alistair DeGree. Uh, please like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We got a lot of news, NFL stuff, so let's just jump right into it.
0: Yes, sir. Free agency week is here. -hmm. One last, congrats to the Chiefs. But next year begins, so uh, Mm -hmm. quarterbacks kind of took priority as free agency began. People waiting on to see who fell where, and then to make their moves. I'm gonna start with the first one. There was trade rumors with Derek Carr, and then he said, "I ain't taking the trade." He wasn't trying to let uh, Vegas recoup anything from his time. He wanted to Mm -hmm. walk free and make his choice. Saints secured him, and they got Jamal Williams out of uh, Detroit as a free agent kind of helping uh, secure up or Kamara may miss some time. Good move for the Saints. You think that – I love the Bucs, but I feel like it puts him at the top of the division. You think that, you know, puts him enough to compete or what?
1: Yeah, I think that any quarterback coming into that division worth anything would have been an upgrade. Um, I do think New Orleans kind of overpaid for Derek Carr, for the guy that they're getting overall. Um, so I guess they were able to keep Jameis Winston in the midst of that. Um, Obviously, they'd like to have a deal closer to uh, what Jimmy Garoppolo got. But instead, nonetheless, they got Derek Carr. They think he can take it to the next level. And uh, I agree with you. Jamal Williams coming in is insurance for uh, Alvin Kamara because of his incident off the field. So at some point, you're going to have to pay the Piper. But luckily for them, they were able to get Jamal Williams, who's a good three down back and for a reasonable price.
0: Yeah, real good price. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Jimmy G. Mm -hmm. Jimmy G signed in Vegas. Reunites with McDaniels. I brought in uh, Jacoby Myers and a couple other guys have some familiarity with that system. Mm-hmm. Does that give them enough to compete in the division with Sean Payton going to Denver? You got Mahomes. Mm-hmm. They continue to invest in the Chargers and they extended uh, Herbert. They ready to compete? Or is this like living to die another day?
1: Um, I'm jumping ahead a little bit uh, because I can't help it. But obviously, uh, I, I don't think they're doing – what they should be doing um Josh McDaniels is more comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo because he's he was there when Jimmy was uh in New England so he's familiar with him Derek Carr may have been more stubborn may have been a different sort of guy might not been able to accept the kind of criticism or the coaching that McDaniels offers um he didn't even seem to get along with the same kind of mentoring that he was getting from Gruden when he was there so He may be more of a sensitive guy when it comes to, you know, coaching, but Garoppolo seems to have that toughness is needed if you can deal with Belichick and come in and then go to Shanahan. So I think he's he's strong enough to deal with the personalities. Uh, He can't really stretch the field, so Jacoby Myers makes sense. But like I said, I got to jump ahead just a little bit and talk about Jacoby Myers. So it's almost like a Myers for Waller swap, you know, being able to, you know waller being injured the last couple years yeah. but for me they already had that guy kind of that role with uh hunter winfro yeah I so it's i don't know how much Devonte adams is going to appreciate you know having two slot guys because jacoby myers plays more slot right then he played more yeah yep. so you got two inside guys Devonte's on the outside no real tight end threat right now so josh jacobs coming back for another year is cool but i guess we'll have to give him the benefit of the doubt they didn't do anything with the offensive line. It was really bad, but overall, I guess we'll see. I don't like McDaniels anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. No,
0: and I try to give, you know, his roots being in New England gave McDaniels benefit of doubt, but I think you're right. He went to familiarity instead of pushing himself to maximize his players and uh, bring people in who will sing the song with him. But is it really give him that competitive advantage to really compete in that division? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. Uh, Myers – I liked him in New England as far as helping move the chains. I'm going to go back a little bit. He reminds me of Brandon Lloyd as far as he catches and hits the ground. He don't have no yak. He's yeah. grabbing it and going down every time. and yeah. five, He's running four yards out. So the production's there if you needed fantasy points. But as far as really making a difference, I don't know. And, and it highlights, uh, it's not in here, but New England brought in Juju and gave him the same deal
1: Jacoby mm-hmm.
0: got in Vegas, the same mm-hmm. deal. So that was almost like the slap in the face like, hey, we weren't willing to pay you that, but we'll pay him because we don't see that value.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: Wow. Talking about New England and the AFC East, mm-hmm. A Rod to the Jets is all but done.
1: Mm-hmm. You got
0: Buffalo out there. We'll get into Dolphins in a minute, but mm-hmm. we'll kind of, you know, scramble here. And uh, Finn's with some moves here, trying to continue to get better. Hopefully, too, if he can compete. Mm-hmm. Jets with A Rod in that defense. Mm-hmm. At 4th 2.0 with a better uh, situation in New York mm-hmm. and Buffalo putting Northern to the bottom of that division as far as on paper. Can they really make an impact in the division with the other two teams I mentioned? Can they compete with Buffalo? They were close last year, needed that quarterback. Just mm-hmm. put them over the top for, like, you know, a favorite to win, or at least compete with Buffalo.
1: I think so. I think they'll they'll compete with Buffalo. Um, I still think New England still has some work to do to, to get over their hump in that division. Um, I like some of the moves that Miami made, but we'll we'll touch on that a little bit um, later. Um, but Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets is one of those times that I think about last year, right? So a few years ago, we had the Bucks when they had Jameis. If Jameis had only thrown one less pick per game or what, however that stretch went, they would have won almost like 13 games or something like that. So for me Aaron Rodgers does that for the Jets because they were stuck with um Mike White and um Zach Wilson so they they didn't really have any Joe Flacco so they didn't have any of these guys Aaron Rodgers is leaps and bounds better than those guys so if they had, if they had Aaron Rodgers last year they would have oh man they would have been in the
0: playoffs guaranteed it, for yeah
1: sure, for sure
0: for sure um, you, you spoke of this one Darren Wallace the Giants so AFC East NFC East bringing into your backyard Mm-hmm. Giants trying to make moves and compete and, and put themselves in the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, you know, they got Daniel Dimes. They inked him up. They're committing to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, now you know what you have at quarterback. Maximize what's around him. If mm-hmm. Waller can stay healthy, mm-hmm. puts him in a good place uh, when you when you look across the NFC East. Uh, are you going to admit to that? Are they, are they pushing themselves to compete for that second, first spot or what?
1: Yeah, I think that they're still – in the third place, you know, moving, moving into that, obviously, you know, you got the Eagles coming back. They're still a legitimate team. Dallas, I still believe is, is a better team than the Giants. Uh, Dan- Daniel Jones is the reason is hard. <laughs> not that that's that much better than, than Daniel Jones. It's not like a huge. He is better
0: pressure. though. I'll give you that. He's, he's better.
1: Yeah, he's better. Um, But I feel like adding Darren Waller is good. It's going to help them stretch the middle of the field a little bit, but they still struggling with wide receivers. So Sterling Shepard's coming back, but he's coming off an injury. He took a cheap deal to come back. And outside of that, they don't have anybody else since they traded away Kadarius Tony. They yeah. did draft a guy last year, uh, Wanye Robinson, I want to think it is. But I, I still don't, you still have a lot of work to do with these young guys. So um, the Giants, they're making progress. The secondary is still going to be weak. Um, but offensively, I think they got a, a little better for sure.
0: No, you got a good point in that receiver room because they even – Floated uh, Darius Slayton out there, then brought him back on a cheaper deal as well. Uh, not seeing much out there, so maybe they can hit something in the draft. But at the end of the day, you got to stretch that field. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we gonna hopscotch right back into the NFC, AFC East. Mm-hmm. I alluded to it. Finns made a big move bringing Ramsey in. So they brought mm-hmm. Chubb in, Bradley Chubb last year. Now they bring in Ramsey, trying mm-hmm. to bolster that defense. Mm-hmm. They already have what they need on offense other than two of being consistent. But uh, if, mm-hmm. if two are not even consistent, just the concussions that if he can keep yeah. his head clean, man, they got, like, four or five all pros all of a sudden in, like, 12 months in the, on the roster. And they yeah. brought in uh, the dude from Ving, uh, Denver, Vic uh, Fangio. There you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they are trying to do the right things and put the leadership and pieces in place to compete. I tell you what, I always say the fans ain't going to be pulled together. with that defense, if Tua can keep his head clear, mm-hmm. I'm starting to believe. You got the right guy, someone to lead the defense. You know, Mike McDaniels can focus on the offense. Two of us got to show up every week and play. And, man, they, they, they might be able to actually uh give some people a run. And I just won't be surprised because we saw them last year get close and then have a terrible collapse. But maybe have what it takes to not have that collapse and yeah. put together 10, 11, 12 wins and, uh, mm-hmm. and make a run.
1: Um, I, I totally piggyback everything you said. My biggest concern with them is – trying to get a quality quarterback or backup quarterback because two is the only question mark for me um two is two is the reason they're gonna win or lose and i think defensively they're gonna they they were great last year they were solid defense last year um they were able to do some things offensively but when two saw, you could see the offense just drastically uh dissipate but i feel like if you were able to get a backup quarterback um I'm trying to think of somebody who would sam Darnold. obviously he went to san francisco but sam darnold you know somebody who's decent enough who's got a decent enough arm to be able to do some of the things that you need to do and have him back up to just in case you have somebody who's experienced a lot they may be able to get you over that hump kind of like san francisco has so for me that's the only weaknesses to him. outside of that i don't really have a lot of concerns about the dolphins
0: no i'm with you funny it's kind of like the rich get richer it's all playoff teams here but. The rich getting richer, San Fran. Mm-hmm. Added to the D-line, got the biggest D-line now, Frasian. The market, inked mm-hmm. him up immediately. Hargrove leaves out of there. So I was messing with you on, do you believe uh, the Giants can compete? But flip side, the Eagles, man, they're they starting to get picked apart. Coordinators going, players going, core guys in the middle. They kept Brandon Ingram, but realistically, this was the guy they need to keep. And I don't know if they were looking ahead to you know big paydays coming or what, but they let him go. They didn't want to pay him, they couldn't find that negotiation. And now San Fran's got Bosa out there. This guy going in the middle. Mm-hmm. Boy, if you're gonna bring in a Sam Dollar on San Fran, try to make something work, you might score 17, but you can hold them to 10 with that defense. That was uh mm-hmm. I was shocked by that move. They definitely um aren't scared and they're gonna keep coming back to the what they need to do to try to get over that hump of the NFC championship.
1: And I love it. I love it for them. Um, So, obviously, every year you're going to lose players. That's just the way the game goes. And um, Javon Hargrave was one of those guys that you drafted um, Jordan Davis from Georgia last year who didn't get a lot of playing time, bigger body. Um, They're bringing back Fletcher Cox, um, Brandon Graham. So, they have some of the veteran guys to come help develop him more so, even though Hargrave was a monster in there. They The the money was just a little too much. And anytime you go to – you know this, being a Patriots guy, being a Bucs guy, as soon as you have any success in the postseason, people are going to come pulling coordinators, pulling players because they want that pedigree on their team. So I think that the Eagles did the best they could, but San Francisco is just getting better and better on defense. And their offense was pretty solid last year, all things considered, with the quarterback situation. And they even brought, like I just mentioned a moment ago, bringing in uh, Sam Darnold. To that fold so you got trey lance sam darnold and uh brock purdy so for all, for all things considered they they have a pretty good quarterback team tandem back there so one way or the other but i think he gives them good insurance in case purdy's out for a while and trey lance kind of struggles early on
0: no it's crazy i don't know how much more kyle shanahan has to do pulling magic tricks out with backups but boy if he can make sam Darnold look good <laughs> I don't know what more you asked for. What more can he say or what more Uh, can he do, right? mm -hmm. So, uh, hey, good luck over there. I'm putting it in your backyard. You actually called this. We were talking off, you know, off the books, if you will. You kept Mm -hmm. saying, hey, get someone on the other side of uh, Diggs. Wouldn't mind seeing Gilmore. Y'all really bullshit that D there. You got a little pass. You got a pass rush with uh, Parsons. You still got to go in the draft and see what you can do. Lawrence is back. Diggs is on one side. Now Gilmore's there. All of a sudden – and yeah, them five seconds going to come quick. You're going to have the coverage, so for the three to four and they're getting back there in five. So uh, how you feeling? I know you've got to be feeling good about that move.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was extremely happy. Um, I thought we'd have to give up more for him. So the fact that we gave up a compensatory fifth-round pick for him, super stoked about that. So um, that was our week, biggest weakness last year on the defense was our second corner, and we were getting guys off the street. We went to um kroger and and got the, the bad guy he he had a little height on him he's like yeah. dan quinn can make anybody good let's put him in my head corner see what he got <laughs> so we we were doing the best we could but at the end of the day i, I like i like this the the addition um it gives somebody it gives Diggs, who's already a, a professional a better guy to learn from and learn better footwork better technique and better like what to you use your eyes what are you looking for and to have him in there and he's not the senior guy anymore to have him just teach teach a lot um we were also able to um bring back Donovan Wilson safety 100 plus tackles two picks some sacks that was big and um Tyron Smith coming back on an adjusted um salary to be able to come back and help out the offensive line that's always big obviously we got to address the elephant in the room Ezekiel Elliott being cut um that's my boy Zeke I love it I I always I, I was eating with you but I think you did a little too much of this at one point and now it's starting to do this. And so that's what it was doing on the field. So financially, just it, it made sense that we had to release him. Not to say he can't come back to Dallas on a on a cheaper deal. But right now it was what was in the best interest for the team. Um,
0: no, I think you're right. It's just, it's funny. And before I jump into my backyard, it gets messy when the business gets involved. The Eagles did it with Slay. We ain't got to. We've talked about it before. We'll probably get back when they figure it out. But. Baltimore and Lamar. You got mm-hmm. the Bucks with Fournette. You guys with Zeke. You get to this point where the money and the production, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you almost got to play a game of chicken with him. Like, okay, go see what's there. And when you come back, now, now we'll give you your plate. But no, lobster steak's not coming your way no more. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. Next mm-hmm. part of swallowing that is really accepting and still coming in here and giving you all and being good with it. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, you're all right. More times than not, that's a tough uh, sell, but,
1: Please, for please. sure obviously um you want to get into your backyard so we got the Bucks. Bucks with Brady's situation at 35 million having to got to pay the piper at some point so the Bucks are paying the piper right now and they went out in piper mode and got Baker Mayfield talking about the piper the Pie piper well um, <laughs> <the Bucks, laughs> pinching pennies right now you know trying to fill out the roster um is it more of a retooling or you feel it like it's more of a, like a, a full-on rebuild
0: no, it's a full-on rebuild, and I think uh, you just hit it. Them paying Brady, I was hoping he would do a void contract and shift some money. Same time, you just keep dragging it along. They're going to go ahead and eat it. They brought in Chase Edmonds, another one I wasn't excited about. They tried to force him in Arizona, but they drafted him. He could have people with Connor. They sent him to Miami, or he went to Miami for agency. They paid him like a number one back. Tried to force it again. He, he couldn't earn the spot. Then he went to Denver, who was on like their fifth back after all the injuries of fourth. Same game, tried to force it. He couldn't. If he can't get it in all those situations, Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like exactly that. They're paying Brady, so they're going for the cheapest option. They got like $4 million tied up between him and Baker and the other two guys, uh, Trask and White, on rookie deals. It's going to be a painful year. I can't lie. I felt like they could have done some little bit better maneuvering. Brissett's still out there. I don't know, maybe you're saying, hey, Baker, Baker's like a poor man's Winston, I guess, where he's going to throw it up there and Evans can go for the 50-50 balls. Mm-hmm. Him signing, I know they're saying it's $8 million, It's really like three and a half. Him accepting that lets me know he knows this is it. This is your last right. shot. If you ever want to be a starter in the NFL,
1: mm-hmm. you do got
0: probably one of the better receiving cores you've had. If you can't make it here, you ain't making it anywhere. Yeah. Um, maybe you have some built-in excuses with Carolina, if you want to say that, injured team in L.A. But this is it. You know what I mean? After this, is, the you're starting to look like Josh Rosen or someone. A whole lot of talking, but no checks cashing. <laughs> I ain't betting on him. I'm hoping, as a fan, optimistic, hey, eight-win team with Brady, it was rough. If you can give me seven, seven, I'll be happy. But I wouldn't bet on it. It's rough, man. It's rough. And that's exactly what they're doing. You started out with Brady taking the 35, and they just, whew, it's like a fire sale out there. <laughs> when we're going to see. My yeah. Hold my breath for one season, but uh I ain't gonna give up hope. Hey, maybe maybe uh what's his name? The guy we brought in from we brought in, I can't even think of his name right now. We brought in the QB coach from Seattle uh as the offensive coordinator. He just oh, worked Tom, on, is it Todd Monkey? Todd Munkin? Oh, it's like a, a zealous or something. No, like
1: no a, he, went to no, he but, went to no Todd Monkey went to uh Baltimore.
0: Yeah, but he uh, he made, made made great with Geno. Maybe he's got one yeah. more magic trick in the bag. I hope he does. <laughs> he can make the most of uh, what Baker got for us, and we'll see. But mm. that contract pretty much spells out you competing with trash still. And for you to ever get close to that eight, you got to play the whole season and, and really produce something. So, yeah. hopefully that's enough to motivate. Like I said, this is it. It's your last shot. But it's rough. The one more guy I would love to see him move is Shaq Barrett. He's up there for $20 million. You got mm-hmm. Evans, Brady at 35, ain't playing mm-hmm. Evans at 22, Shaq's at 21, and White's at like 11. And then it mm-hmm. drops like a cliff that he like under 10. Shaq's not worth the 20 no more. I know we had a great year during the Super Bowl year. Vita Vay coming back and having a good uh, core in the middle with Sue and Vita. He did very well on the edge. Once that middle gets a little bit uh, steps down, which happened last year with Logan Hall bringing the rookies in and then Hicks being hurt, mm-hmm. Shaq disappeared. And then he got hurt himself. Yeah. 22 million there. If you thought you were going to shake anything, you need to shake that out to have something to play with and go get someone else. Yeah. That's why we're here with the Chase Edmonds of the world. So, uh, <laughs> hey, we got to pay the paper for the chip. I'll take my chip. You know, not everyone can win one. So, yeah. it's the cost, you know, the price of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to swallow that one. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I hope they are uh, sitting up top and already scouting for what's coming out of that draft to follow following you and really figuring this out because uh, you were giving me a hard time. But you are mm-hmm. wasting prime years in White and Evans and Godwin. Mm-hmm. Cage mm-hmm. came back for less. You got a young nucleus there, but it's gonna take adding other pieces, and with no money, you ain't adding
1: nothing. Yeah. They're gonna have to completely overachieve. Everybody's mm-hmm. gonna have to overachieve in order to, to have success. Yes. Um speaking of having uh success. Um, we we have the biggest winners and the biggest losers so far in free agency. Yeah. Um, I'll let you take this one, and then I'll, I'll pick. I'm sure we're gonna have something similar. So, who this do you is the biggest winner and loser?
0: I'm, I'm gonna stay in the green with this one. Biggest winner. I'm gonna go with the Jets once they get a Rod in there because they were this close. They got the coaching there's like third year out of San Francisco, and uh, they're trying to believe. They try to get some momentum behind Mike White. He just didn't have enough. Now you got someone that you can believe in. You were this close to competing in the division with some people that were favored to win the conference, although they might have choked out. I think you yeah. compete with the Bills now. I think you compete. All of a sudden, everyone, like I said, is believing. When people believe, like what happened here in Tampa when Tom Brady first came, they start playing over their head and giving it the 120%. Mm-hmm. So if Aaron can kind of, it's almost all on him now. Temper yourself, you even that New York media, really mm-hmm. show leadership here. Oh boy, you could really. Stamp out your legacy to that next level. Go out there and get to play and uh, complaining and everything else. And, you know, getting slick at, uh, at the media conference when they start putting that pressure on you, and they can spiral the other way real fast. But so far on paper, I'm going to give it to the Jets. Biggest losers. This one's going to be funny, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. They lost defensive tackle. To your point, Jordan Davis was there. They lost the linebacker. They lost both coordinators. Everyone wants to come and, uh, you know, they they, they played games with Derry Slate, lost Bradbury, sauce gardeners out there. You know, that's a lot, a lot of losses in one off season when it took you almost uh overachieving and and your best every year. You see how your quarterback play. You lost Miles Sanders. So yeah, I feel like they've lost a lot to think they're still coming back. And they surprised me last year. Maybe they can surprise me again, but I think that's a lot to lose and think you're still gonna be close to where you were. Okay. That's right. Who you got at biggest
1: winner, biggest loser? So, winner, I'm going to go Chicago Bears. Um, I like the Bears trading away the number one pick. I feel like they got decent value. I don't think they got excellent value, but I think they got really good value. Um, the kicker was getting DJ Moore as a part of the deal. But to be able to still move down to nine, still be able to get a, a value player at nine, having a first next year and, and additional second-round picks. So, now the nucleus is uh, – they have Khalil Herbert um, at running back. They have uh, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and my boy from Tulane. Man, his name slipped my mind.
0: Uh, Mooney. Oh, Darnell
1: Mooney. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah and Mooney. And then they got Cole committed tight end. So I think they have a much better team now. You still have to address the offensive line. So I'm thinking with the ninth overall pick, they address the offensive line and try to improve that area. Yeah. Uh, I like the baby. So,
0: this signed uh, Foreman as well and PJ Walker as a backup. So, they're giving okay. themselves the depth too. I, yeah, I so now you got it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, Khalil Herbert's more like the, the shiftier guy. Deontay Foreman's more of the bruiser. So, you can you can kind of balance those two guys out. And um, I'm sure it's on a cheap deal. And then um, PJ Walker is more of a, a scrambling guy. So, he can emulate Justin Fields and, and practice and mm-hmm. do things that are similar to what he does. So, I love what Chicago is doing, uh, giving Justin Fields the weapons to give him a chance to prove that he's, um, yeah. that he's capable of being the guy that they thought he was when they drafted him.
0: Uh, I, you know, I'm kind of favoring your pick on that one, especially with like I just said, A-Rod leaving. That division mm-hmm. wide open. Curt is yeah. not the guy. That division is <laughs> wide open. I, I agree. That's, that's a good pick. Who you got losing this field so far taking the biggest hits?
1: I think the biggest loser are the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think not being able to solidify your position with Lamar Jackson, um, the uncertainty that follows. I think that they're banking on something big happening in the draft where they could possibly get someone like Anthony Richardson that falls to him who has a similar skill set. Um, hoping that because cause to your point in the past, it's always been I used to value draft picks, but the more I see the way the league is going, I value them less for a more proven commodity. And so Lamar Jackson is a more proven commodity you can always get similar characteristics but you don't always get the same results and so we know that he's an mvp what he's capable of and besides the fact that he was injured that in fact he was injured the last <laughs> year but he was he was in a system he did the best he could within that system so maybe if you give him a different system a different uh look at Jalen hurts Jalen hurts prior to this year looked like and eh, he's okay I, I guess he's a Two are the same thing. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you put them in a different system, and it opens their game up into something else. So we haven't seen Lamar in that element yet. And uh, until we see it, it's kind of hard to gauge it. But what we can go off of is what he's done in the past. And just like Justin Fields, uh, who had the run for his life, he took a beating, he was out. Um, Cam Newton took a beating, he was out. Josh Allen takes a beating, he's going to be out soon. So all of these guys who have that element of their game, is the injuries come with it they're going to pile up unless you use them less and less and change schematically that improves their opportunity so for me Baltimore they're 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 rolling the dice right now if Lamar decides for some reason to sit out to week five week 10. I think he has to come back by like week 10. what are you going to do in those other weeks you may have already you, you may have already just done something with them got the money got the draft picks whatever it is you were trying to do and move forward instead you hurt your team for an entire season. And just like the Bucks, you lose some of those quality years of those players that you have.
0: No, I so, like it because till they get Richardson. What's your best case scenario? You hoping he can just beat Lamar, and you already got that. So here yeah, you exactly. are, three years later. No, you you spot on. You spot on. Yeah. Hey, Fred, is gonna be crazy. We'll mm-hmm. get back in here, see how it all shakes out, and then get ready for pre-drafts. And kind of missed that combine, but that's gonna play in as we get to that pre-draft.
1: I like. Yeah, it. I, I like what yeah. yeah, yeah. He's right. I, I look forward to Anthony Richardson kill that thing. Um but but um thanks for tuning in um we took the hiatus but we needed it we needed to get some other things worked out behind the scenes but we back we back in business uh look for us week in week out we're gonna start doing some shorts and start doing some other things we're gonna make it we're gonna make it pretty pretty fun i promise you that so uh like subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend um until next time cleats to the couch
0: we out